Glory to God. Are you ready to, to listen the word of God and to receive the word of God? Yeah? Hallelujah. If you, please, could you close your eyes? Let's pray. Let's ask for the Holy Spirit, for his presence in this place. Hallelujah, Father. We worship you. We adore you. Because you are our God, our Savior, our beloved one. Father, I pray may your, our hearts be in fire for you, Father. Don't let us to be lukewarm, Father. Because one day we are going to see you face to face. And also one day... We are going to be judged. And we are going to be in front of you, Father. And please, we, our only desire is to be prepared for that day, Father. And I pray for all my brothers and sisters in this place, in this church. I pray for Shalom Christian Fellowship here in Monaghan and in Ireland, Father, in Europe. We pray, Father, because... Because we want to see your kingdom growing, expanding. Make us one active body, Father. That every single person in this church can find your place in the body, Father. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I pray may you help us in this, in this time. When I'm going to share the word, Father. Because we want to listen from you. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, come in this place. Set fire in our hearts. Open up our hearts to listen from you. We are here not to be listeners. But to be doers of the word. To put in practice what you, have speaking, you are speaking to us, Father. In Jesus' name, I pray. And Holy Spirit, help us. Once again, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And today's message is the active body of Christ, part two. Can I have your full attention? Amen. Okay, are you connected with me? Are you with me? And today I want to speak about how to discover your spiritual gift. Did you know that everybody here has some gift? Did you know? And I would you like to, to read a verse. Ephesians 1, 22 and 23 says. And he, God, put all things under his feet or Jesus' feet. And gave him, gave it to Jesus to be the head over all things to the church that is us. Which is his body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. We started, we started last week a series of messages. The active body of Christ. 
And this series of our teachings about the body of Christ. That is the church. Okay. Please, I would like to have your full attention, man. Let's be together. And last week, we learned some points. That the church is described as his body. Or the church is the body of Christ. Jesus is the head. And we are the members. Did you remember? Jesus is the head. And we are some part of the, the Jesus body. And also we are his hands. We are his feet. His mouth. But are you available? Because we are part of the body. But are you available for the body? Are you willing to let Jesus manifest in your body? Are you willing? Are you willing to allow Jesus to do what he wants to do through your life? Or his desire, his needs? Or do you say to him like, here I am, Lord, use me. Some people say, I am part of the body, but they are saying, don't use me. <laughs> or, we need to say, here I am, use me. My hand is your hand, Jesus. My feet is your feet. Because God put you here in this church, my brothers, to serve him. Not to come to a service. This is the big problem. Many people think. My calling is just to go to church. <laughs> no. <laughs> because, because what happened. I, I told last week. That when we finish this service. Then when you leave this service. It starts your service. <laughs> because you as a body of Christ. You are, connect, you are connected to each other. And this service never finished. Because always we have to do something for him. But unfortunately. Many Christians often tell Jesus what they are going to do. And what they wanted to do. <laughs> this is a big problem. I told you last week. Can you imagine if my hand say to me, today I'm not going to brush your teeth. Today, if my feet say, no, today I'm not going to go to church because I'm very tired. This weekend was very busy. <laughs> you used me a lot. I would be scared if I, my feet say something to, to me. Because... Who gave the orders is my head, not my feet. <laughs> Did you get the point, my brother? There is no connection for, for my hand to say what it wants to do. <laughs> or, but unfortunately, many Christians often they are saying, I don't want to do, I'm going to do that. I don't want to go to church. <laughs> I I don't like to be with my brothers. 
I don't like prayer meetings. I don't like going to prayer meetings. I like go, just going to the service. Going to the service is okay, but I don't like going to another thing. I don't like to go to the cell meetings. I don't like to be together on Wednesday. I am busy to serve God. I'm so busy. Or sometimes you say, I don't forgive because I was hurt. I don't forgive. I was not loved. I was not served. And I just like go to church on Sundays. Sorry, brothers. I gave my life to Jesus 35 years ago. And every day I am offering myself to Him and saying, God, you can use me. I am here. I am available. I am here. I am available to give my life to you. I am offering my life again. Some people, they did that 10 years ago, 20 years ago. But today, they are not offering themselves to God anymore. No. He wants to do something through you. Amen? You are part of his body. And he wants to use you. Look to the person next to you and say, he wants to use you. Why? Yeah, he wants to use you. Because loyalty to Jesus is loyalty to what Jesus loves. Okay? Are you loyal to Jesus? If you are loyal to Jesus, that is the head... You are loyal to the body. You cannot be loyal to Jesus without being loyal to the local church or to, your, to his church. My brothers, remember, I always say that I, I, am, I am not the head of this church. I am a servant here. I am a part but you, you can say, but you are in front, pastor. You are preaching every Sunday. I am the mouth of the body. But he is the head. I have no church. Because he said, I will build my church. The church belongs to Jesus Christ. We have no church. We are just servants. And we are here to say, yes, Jesus, you can count on me. Why? Because you are my created. You are my creator. You are my beloved one. You died at the cross. You saved me. And my life belongs to you. This is what it means. You cannot be loyal to Jesus without being loyal to his church. Also, my brothers, I told you last week that everybody is somebody in the body of Christ. And you need to offer yourself to God and to the church. Everybody is somebody in the, in the body of Christ. Everybody. You have something in your life to offer to the body. And also, I, I want to talk to the... If, you, if you're born again, 
when you were baptized, you, you did receive some gifts in your life. And it's what we are going to talk now. Because we, we received spiritual gifts. And how to discover your gift? How to know what gift do I have? And, and today, I'm going to speak about the, the body of Christ. But, but looking to the how to discover our spiritual gifts. And Romans 12 verse 6 says, oh sorry. We all have different gifts. Let's read together. We all have different gifts. Each gift comes because of the grace God gave us. Again, we all have different gifts. Each gift comes because of the grace God gave us. Amen? We all have different gifts. Please, don't say, I don't have any gifts. Don't say, because God, the Bible says, this book, there is no lie in this book. And here it's written, everybody, that we all have different gifts. We all. Amen? Look to the person next to you and say, you have gifts in your life. God gave you some gifts. Amen? Every believe has every believer has at least one spiritual gift. We each have different gifts. No one has have has all the gifts. My brothers, every believer when you're born again, the Holy Spirit put inside of you some gift. And you have some gift inside of you. But how to discover your gift? This is the point. Because no one have, has all the gifts. Only, only one person, only one person had all the gifts and have. And this person is Jesus. He, he was the perfect man on earth and he had all the gifts. But not, but I have maybe one, you have one or two or somebody has one, maybe three, I don't know. But every one of us have because the Bible says we all have different gifts. And what's important, it's not weak, it's not the same as your brother, it's different. Your, your gift is different of my gift. We have different gifts. But how to discover my gift? This is the point. And God, God has wrapped these gifts in us, in us. And we need to unwrap our spiritual gift. When you're born again, 
You did receive your gift. It's inside of you. But it's rapid. And you need to unwrap. Please help me to preach. Look to the person next to you as a prophet and say, you have gifts in your life. Use it. My brothers, you need to understand, I am talking about spiritual gift. I'm not talking about natural talent. Okay? This is different. Natural talents, everybody born with natural talent. Some people, they are very good to run, to play instruments. They have natural talent. They born with that talent. They was born. But what I'm talking today, when you born again, when you receive this new nature of Christ inside of you, you receive the spiritual gift. Spiritual gifts, not natural talents. Sometimes they married together. Because you can have one natural talent, but because you're born again, you are going to use that natural talent with together your spiritual gift. Did you get the point? Did you get? Are you with me? Because God, we all have spiritual gifts, but this spiritual gift is used by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us a spiritual gift is a supernatural ability or you are going to do something very well because of the power of the holy spirit that's work in you and these spiritual gifts sometimes they are like linked and sometimes some people they born with some talents, natural talents. But when they come to church, when they born again, when they receive the Holy Spirit, then this spiritual gift work together. And this, this is wonderful. But some people, they have just the natural talent. And natural talent for the body of Christ, sorry, is just to show up. I am good. I am going to do it. Then you are going... If, he, if you have just natural talent, you are going to do good things in church, but you are going to do it and say, wow, I am so good. <laughs> I am so good. I am helping people. And you are going to show up. I am helping people. I am giving money to church because you have this gift, because, because you are doing that. Or maybe, oh, I play so well. Or... I sing so well. Wow. When I sing, the, the church trembles. But this is, I'm not, it's not what I'm talking about. Because when we have this spiritual gift, when the Holy Spirit works inside of us, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about Him. <laughs> and He receives all the glory. 
I, and also my brothers. For you to understand a spiritual gift is a grace gift. Because we, we read that we receive this spiritual gift by grace. Do you know what means by grace? Do you know what means? By grace means you do not deserve it. You do not deserve it. God gave you free. You do not deserve it. But when you're born again, when you receive the Holy Spirit, what happened? You receive this spiritual gift by grace. It's not because you are doing something. It's not because you deserve to receive it. But because God, God's desire is to give you without you deserving. Amen? It's by grace. And God has gifted each one of us. We are gifted because God has gifted us. We have this gift because He gifted us. But I have something to say to you, my brothers. Maybe you can say, okay, I have a spiritual gift. I can use or not. No problem. But there is a, one problem here. The Bible says, what God gave us, one day He's going to charge us. What did you do with my talent that I gave you? Did you remember something in the Bible? In the day of the judgment, what did you do with the talent that I gave you? Did you use it? No, God. No, no, sorry. I didn't use it because I was afraid. But it's here, my talent. It's here. I give you back. You are not good servant. Because he wants you to multiply what you did receive. At the judgment day, we will each give one account of what we did with our spiritual gift. Our stewardship of that gift. Because this gift, my brother, belongs to him. He gave us for us to use. And one day you are going to give account. Could you say to the person next to you, one day you are going to give account of this gift that you did receive from God. Amen? Because some people say, oh, I have the gift, but I don't want to use it. <laughs> it's the same. My foot, now he knows how to walk. And my foot cannot say, I'm not going to walk anymore. I'm not going to walk. Or my kidneys, they have some functions that he, it did, did receive. My kidney cannot say, hmm, from today on, I'm not going to work. <laughs> no. Cannot say. He received an, an, and this part, any part of my body, have to, to do something. What? Because it received this power to do what he was created to do. Amen. And Romans 12, my brothers, helps us to learn how to unwrap our spiritual gift. Okay? 
Would you like to know how to unwrap your spiritual gift? Would you like to know what gift... Sorry? Would you like to know what gift God gave you? Would you like to know? Let's open. Let's unwrap. Romans 12. Show us how to unwrap our gifts. A sacrificial presentation. Say with me, a sacrificial presentation. Sacrificial presentation. Yeah. Then let's go. Romans 12, verse 1. Let's read together, please. Could you follow me? Therefore, I urge you, I plead you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy... To offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing, pleasing to God, that is your true and proper worship. Then, therefore, I'm going to read again. Therefore, I urge you. Is God saying to me and to you? I urge you. I plead. Before that you can offer your body as a living sacrifice. The Apostle Paul here, my brothers, is writing by divine inspiration. Because this Bible was inspired by God. And God inspired him to say, to, to urge someone means to plead. With that person. And since Paul is writing for God himself. is almost as if God was pleading with us. It's the same. My brothers. Consecration. Is not giving to God anything. It is taking our hands off. That which already belongs to God. Please look, look at me. We are not our own. Did you know at the cross Jesus bought us? First God created us. But we started sinning, doing wrong things. But then Jesus came and said, Father, I'm going to buy them. I'm going to pay a high price for their lives. I'm going to give my blood to buy that people. And you are not your own. No. You, you have a owner. You have a Lord. And you have to say, yes, Lord, I am here for you. Amen? What does... What does it mean to be a living sacrifice? Because Paul the Apostle said, You have to offer your body as a living sacrifice. What means a living sacrifice, my brothers? Do you know what it means? When I talk about sacrifice, what comes to your mind? Sacrifice. What comes to your mind? Look into the Old Testament. Hmm? 
What comes to your mind when you think about sacrifice? Because when Paul wrote, he was thinking something in the Old Testament. What comes to your mind about when I, th when I speak about sacrifice? Yes, man. Thank you. You, you used to read the Bible, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because in the Old Testament, some animals should be killed, murdered. In order for the blood of that lamb could forgive our sins, right? <laughs> but now, you need to understand. In the Old Testament, psh, the animal didn't volunteer to the sacrifice. Okay? The animal didn't say, okay, I am here, you can kill me. No. Someone used to catch him, the animal and to bring and say, let's kill him, this animal. <laughs> and it's different. Because the old, the, in the Old Testament, the animal didn't volunteer to the sacrifice. And we are to volunteer, the Bible says. We present ourselves. We are to present all that we are in all that we hope to be to God. Our hope, our plan, our goals, our possession. Or the Bible says, Paul the Apostle, I plead you. Please offer your body. <laughs> I'm not here to kill you, my brother. <laughs> no, I have to... Offer my body as I live in sacrifice house. But I'm here to help you. Sorry, but you need to kill yourself. <laughs> you need to offer your body. In the Old Testament, there was no option. Someone would, would go and take and say, come, come, come. You are the animal. Let, I'm going to kill you. But now, you have to say, I am here, Father. I give myself. To the, to, I am here to offer my life. To die. As a living sacrifice. Now, God, God is not going to destroy you. Because the sacrifice are going to be alive. A living sacrifice. But you need to offer yourself. This is the point. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever really said to God, God, I am here. You can have all there is in me. Have you said that to God? You can have all that is in me. I present myself and I present myself as a sacrifice. All my plans, all my goals, all my possessions, I sacrifice them, Lord, to your blood, to you. Amen, my brother. Did you get? 
a sacrifice in the Old Testament also was burned. It was consumed. Did you know? Because of the sacrifice, they used to get the animal and to take all his blood. And after that, the animal was burned in the fire and was consumed. Today is the same. When we offer ourselves, the fire of the Holy Spirit come upon us and He destroy our work of the flesh in our body. Everything that is evil inside of you, when you give yourself to God, all the evil desires. Do you know why you are speaking bad words until now? Do you know why do I... Do you have like a lot of kind of bad thinking? Or you speak bad things? Do you know why? Because you are still alive. Because you don't offer yourself. You are not burned. Consumed by the power and the fire of the Holy Spirit, my brothers. We can never truly worship God until we are consumed with the fire of the Holy Spirit. But we need to offer ourselves. But many Christians are afraid of what God might ask them to do. If they fully present themselves to Him as a living sacrifice... My brothers, don't be afraid. God has the better life for you. God loves you. And many people think, oh, if I give my life to Jesus, if I present my body as a living sacrifice, I'm going to lose a lot of things. No, 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 no. I, I want to live my own life. I want to live for myself. Okay, it's up to you. But... One problem is going to happen. You are not going to use the gift that God gave you. And also you are not going to experience the will of God. That we are going to see. God loves us. And there is no reason to fear my brother. Please don't fear to give yourself. Because the will of God is good. is pleasant. Is the best thing for your life. Amen. Look to the person next to you and say, The will of God for you is the best thing for your life. I want to go to the next point now. Spiritual, a spiritual transformation when we give ourselves to God as a living sacrifice some transformation starts in our lives and let's go to Romans 12 verse 2 let's see this transformation it says do not conform to the pattern of this world do not conform don't take the same form of this world. But, what? Be 
transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasant, and perfect will. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will experience to approve the will of God. Do you know what means this word, be transformed, my brothers? Do you know? This word that we read, do not conform to the pattern of this word, but be transformed. The word trans transformed or transformation is the, is the Greek word related to the word metamorph metamorphosis. Okay? This word or word be transformed or transformation is the Greek word metamorphosis. And the word me metamorphosis means change of form. Could you say change of form? Change of form. Metamorphosis. And what God said, my brothers. When we present ourselves to God as a living sacrifice... We will go through a metamorphosis. When we present ourselves, we are going to go to this transformation. But in order for you to be transformed, what do you, do you need to do? To offer yourself. When you offer yourself, you are going to be transformed. One example of transformation or one example of metamorphosis is the caterpillar. Have you seen a caterpillar? When the caterpillar goes to a cocoon, have you seen? Have you seen or not? When a ugly caterpillar is transformed to a cocoon. And after that, that ugly worm, that ugly worm creature goes out and becomes a beautiful butterfly. This is metamorphosis. This is the transformation, my brothers. But how can we have this transformation? I have seen many people in church. Oh, I am doing the same thing. I am not transformed. I am speaking until now today. Bad words. Bad thoughts in my life. I am addicted to many things. <laughs> Why? Because we need this transformation. When you offer yourself as a living sacrifice and say... I want you to die. I, I want to offer my body. Then, my brothers, are you a caterpillar? 
or are you a butterfly? When you present yourself in this way to God, you are going to have metamorphosis. This transformation needs some actions. You need to offer yourself. This is the point. And the same word, look, the same word, transformation. This is, this is so interesting. The same word, transformation, is a word that was used when Jesus was transfigured. The same word. Did you remember when Jesus was with his disciples? And uh, he was with uh, Elijah and, and Moses in the... Elijah, yeah. And, uh, and he was... He transfigured himself. What happened there? It's the same word. Why? Jesus was holy. He had glory inside of him. And his glory came out. And, and he was transfigured before his, 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 his disciples. My brothers. When you're born again, you have something different. The presence of Jesus lives inside of you. Then the presence of Jesus go outside. <laughs> and this transformation happened in our lives. When we, when we present ourselves as a living sacrifice to him, a spiritual transformation takes in our life, happened in our life, or takes place. And But how does it start? When we start saying, God, I give up. I'm going to give myself. I'm going to serve you. I, I want to be used by you. These divine changes give us the mind of Christ and we are renewed in the spirit of our mind. And we, we will never really understand our spiritual gift without renewing of our minds. I'm going to repeat again. You will never understand your spiritual gift without the renewing of your mind. Because with your old mind, it's impossible. To, to operate with this new gift, this spiritual gift that God gave us. We will never understand if you have no this changing, renewing of mind. Unless we present ourselves as a living sacrifice to God, our minds will not be renewed. And we will not know our spiritual gift. This is the point. How, how do you know your spiritual gift? How do I know? When, when I present myself. We should never be afraid of the will of God. Why? Because the will of God, of God is the highest, happiest, and the best place for us. Amen? Don't be afraid, my brother. To give yourself. To offer yourself.
Because if you do that, then you are going to experience the will of God in your life. That is good and it's better for you. Amen? Next point. A shared participation. Romans 12, 4 and 5. When we present ourselves to the Lord, we are also presenting ourselves to one another. Okay? When we present ourselves to the Lord Jesus, we also are presenting ourselves to one another. Why? It's impossible. You give yourself to God, but you don't give yourself to each other. Because the church is his body. Could you say the church is his body? The church is his body. The church is not an organization. Church is the active body of Christ. Church is not one organization with Jesus as the president. Church is one organization with Jesus the head. It's different. The head gave out directions. That it's written here. The church is the body. With Jesus as the head. And we are members in that body. One body cannot be divided. Okay? My body cannot be divided, my brothers. This finger cannot say, oh, I'm going to go to walk alone now. This hand, the right hand cannot say to the, my left hand, I'm fed up of you. I'm going to go to another place. To, no. They needed to help each other to be united, to work together in unity. Please, attention. If you have relationships problems with part of the body, it means you are alive and you need to sacrifice yourself. And there is arrogance, pride, and unforgiving inside of you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say again. If you have a relationships problem with part of the body of Christ, it means you are alive and you need to sacrifice yourself. And there is arrogance, pride, and unforgiving inside of you. And this arrogance and pride that divide us. And the Holy Spirit of God unite us. Arrogance, unforgiveness, and pride divide us. But the Holy Spirit unites us. And you are united by the Holy Spirit. Amen? When we find our gift, there is to be this shared participation or we need to walk together to, to work together and we need to live united but if you have problem with someone in relationship you are alive and you need to offer ourselves because when you offer ourselves my brother there is no problem have you been hurt yeah have you been hurt in church? 
Yes or no? I have been hurt many, 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 many times. But I love you. <laughs> I love you. Do you know why? I offered my body. I, I am dead. <laughs> I can love you. No problem. You can slap my face. Are you going to say I love you? <laughs> yes. Jesus at the cross, Jesus said. After his death, Jesus prayed for them and, say, and said, God, forgive them. Because they don't know what they are doing. They don't know. They are blind. My brother, if you are hurt, it's because you are blind. But when you are offer yourself as a living sacrifice, you are going to say, they are blind. No problem. Father, forgive them and I love them. Amen? Amen? Yes. It's because you are alive. It's because you are hurt because you are alive. And you need to offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Are you willing to offer yourself as a living sacrifice? Hallelujah. Thank you, Samus. Everyone's gift is not everyone's gift is not as obvious. Okay? Like your gift is not obvious. Not everybody knows what gift that you have. I mean, um, if you look at me, you can see me preaching here now, okay? You can see my body, you can listen my voice, my voice, okay? But I I'm sure are you thinking about my kidney? I have a question. You are looking at me and you can see me preaching, amen? You can see my mouth speaking, maybe my thoughts, I don't know, but you can see my body. But are you thinking about my kidneys? Oh, Marcia's kidneys, it's so good. It's working well. <laughs> you are not thinking about, you are not aware of my kidneys. But I can guarantee you, if my kidneys was not working perfect, I was not here preaching. Right? But many people, they are not aware of the body of Christ. How important is each part? Sometimes you cannot see some parts. But it's so important. Sometimes you look and you, many people see just the pastor here. But my, my brothers, there are many important parts. And, many, and there are many important parts in the body of Christ. But many people, they are not aware. Or they, because if my kidneys weren't functioning, I wouldn't be here preaching. And also, my brother, maybe you are not aware that today there is people working there in that room. 
Because they understood, they are part of the body and they offer themselves and say, I can help with the children. But some people say, no, no, I can't help. But you are not aware. But some, thanks God for their lives. Thanks God because there are people working there on the back. Thanks God. Some people, they offer themselves to be used by God. But some people say, no. I go to church on Sunday just to listen, go home, just eat, nothing more. My brothers, I thank God because there are many important people in church that we, many people don't see them. Children ministry, the people who work with their children, thanks God for their lives. Because they are taking care of our children. Yes or not? I am so thankful. But the people don't see them. When was the last time that you said thank you for the children ministry, for the teachers, for the people that are taking care of your children? Many people are not aware of the pray meetings. Or prayer ministry in this church. Because many people don't pray. But thanks God this, this church is working, growing. Because there is people praying. Because if you didn't have people praying. There was no church. Because the result of the church is not just because of the pastor. It's one body working together. And we need each other. As I told you, if my kidney was not working, I was not preaching. I was not here. And I thank God for the prayer ministry. For these people, they are giving their lives for prayer. They are coming in the mornings, waking up early in the morning and say, I'm going to pay this price. I'm going to give my life as a living sacrifice to God. But just feel. It's a shame. People, some, you don't notice them, but they are there in the door. Welcome, people. Welcome. Thank you for coming to church. Thank you. Welcome. And the people, they are there at the door. AV team. My brothers, you are here from... One or half one. But the AV team, the worship team, they have to come here two hours before you. To prepare everything. The sound system. The su but we, we are not aware. I thank God because they are using their gifts. Coffee and tea. Normally you come and you see that table so nice. Enjoying. Why not to join the team? You can make it easier. Why not to join the children ministry? Because you can give more days, some days free for them. And, and I want to 
Now, today, we are going to say thanks for all this ministry. Children ministry, prayer, prayer ministry, welcome team, AV team, cough team, sound system, and worship team. Let's give them a big hand of praise and worship God. Yes, thank you. My brothers, please, this is so important. I'm, I'm almost finishing. If we do not fulfill, please, get it. If you do not fulfill the purpose God has for us within the body of Christ, then we are harmful and hurtful to the body. Did you get? Did you get the point? I'm, go I'm going to say again. If you do not fulfill the purpose of God. That, he, that God has for us. For you. In the body of Christ. Then we are harmful. And hurtful to the body. It's not just an option my brother. It's not an option. If God gave you some, some function, gift, it's not an option I'm going to use. As I told you, my liver cannot say, ah, okay, today you are, you are good with me and I'm going to work perfect today. <laughs> no. If my liver is not working, my liver is harmful. Is that right or not? And hurtful to the body. If some part of the body is not working, just look to your lungs. Can you breathe properly? Yes? Why? Because your lungs is working perfect. But if your lungs stops working, then you are going to have trouble. You see, my brothers, there is people that are doing things in our church right now that you are not aware of. But there is a shared participation. And each gift is given to perfect the body of Christ. Or we have everything we need here inside. We have everything we need as a body. But each part needs to offer himself or, or herself or themselves to God as a living sacrifice. Then we are going to work perfect. And if you are not fulfilling, I don't care who you are, if you are not fulfilling, you are a mem if you are a member in the church, if you are not fulfilling the purpose for which God has put you in the body, you are harmful and hurtful to the body. Doesn't matter who you are. If you are not, if you are not working, you are, you are not doing good to the body. Each member of the church should be one active member. And I want to read 
some about some gifts now. Uh, I want to read Romans now from verse 3 to 8. Romans 12 from verse 3 to 8. I'm going to run just to finish. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith that God has distributed to each of you. Okay? By the grace of God, that I am, here he's saying, by the grace of God that was given me, do not think of yourself highly. Don't think of you more or less. Because you need to think about yourself as what God gave you to do. Okay? Let's keep verse 4. For just as each of us has one body, and many members, and these members do all have the same function. Do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we through many form, through many form one body. Amen. We are many but one body. And each member belongs to all the others. Verse 6. We have different gifts. According to the grace given to each of us. Different gifts. Not everyone has the same. My brothers... This is important, please. Many people, they... Look, look here. Some people, they think, Oh, I think I need to be the month because I need to speak. No! Some people, they are trying to do something, but they are not called to do. Because the Bible says, we have different gifts. Think just... If my liver try to do the things that my kidneys used to do, I had a problem. Right? My hands have some gifts. And my foot, another gift. But if my hands try to do what my feet used to do, what are going to happen? <laughs> you are going to see me <laughs> walk on the floor. Please, please. Sometimes I can see people doing things that they are not called to do. Don't try. Change. Maybe you're going to say, uh, Pastor, I think uh, my calling, my gift is not to do something, but I am available to do different things. And you are so important. Amen. This is so important. But... But some people, they think just here in the front is the ministry of the church. No, we are one body. Say with me, we are one body. 
We are one body. And we have different gifts. Yes, and you have to function in your own gift that God gave you. Don't try to do what you are not called to do. Because you are going to have trouble. <laughs> it's going to be very difficult. How can I know, pastor, my gift? When you are doing what you are called to do, you are going to feel happy, comfortable to do. You're going to feel comfortable because you are doing what you are called to do. Amen. Verse 6. Or if your gift is prophesying, then prophecy in accordance with the faith. Verse 7. If it's serving, then serve. If it's teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is given, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it diligent. If it's to show mercy, do it cheerfully. My brothers, there are different gifts. And also, you are going to see that there is another list of gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. I do not have time. And there is a big list of gifts. And today I have no time to speak because I am near to finish. But there is a big list of, of gifts. But what is a gift? It's something that you do very well. Doesn't matter how important it is if the people can see you doing. No. Maybe you, you are not able to see the people who is praying. Do you know he comes to pray in the morning? Please raise up your hand if you know who comes to pray in the morning time here in this church. Raise up your hand. The church doesn't know. Did you see? Yeah? Okay, but just Phil knows. But we are one body. But thanks God we are working. But there is a point. There is a point. Maybe you are going to see. But I don't need. Uh, someone is praying. Then I don't need to pray. Or someone is giving. But I don't need to give. Someone is visiting. I don't need to visit. Someone is doing something. And I don't need to do. Someone is uh, he has been used in prophecy. Or prophecy is to say the truth of God. And they are speaking. And don't need to do. No, my brothers. Because every one of us should do in one level. But this is the point. The person who have the gift. He does much better than others. Did you get? Because here says many gifts. Prophesying, serving, teaching, encourage, giving, to lead, to show mercy. But just few people have to show mercy or everybody. Just few people have to give or everybody. But some people have the gift. Or when you have the gift... You do that much more with happiness and joy. 
but everybody has have to pray everybody have to to give to to be in God's presence but the one who has the gift does much better amen no one has all the gifts everyone has at least one of the gifts and we are dependent of each other amen we are dependent of each other because no one has all the gifts i have maybe one or two gifts or three i don't know clear but you have one or another have more more but we together are stronger amen and also god made us different that he might have he might he might make us one we will find our gift as we get busy with the body you are going to find your gift when you get busy when you start doing things if you stay quiet doing enough you are not going to unwrap your gift you need to offer yourself then you start doing something then then you're going to change start to work in other areas is how it works amen my brothers and i want just to finish reading again this verse Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed how by the renewal of your mind, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasant and perfect will. Because when you give yourself to God, then you are going to have a confirmation of your gift. When you give and you offer yourself to God, then you are going to receive a confirmation and God and you are going to experience his will or you're, you'll be able to test and to approve God's will. But you need to first give yourself to God. Let's stand up please. is not working I want to finish saying when you accept yourself okay you accept yourself be yourself and give yourself then you are blessed God is glorified and the church is strengthened Amen. Please close your eyes. And I want to challenge all of you today. To give yourself to God. Please with eyes closed. Maybe you have done this prayer many years ago. But you need to say again. To God, God, I am here to give myself to you as a living sacrifice. Please pray and say, Lord, 
What do you want me to do? Ask him now. Please pray and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? You need to offer your life. You need to offer yourself as the sacrifice. Keep praying. I'm going to give you a time for you. Say to him, Father, I was bought at the cross. My life don't belong to me. I'm here, Father, to be part of the body of Christ. Because when you give yourself to God as a living sacrifice... When you offer, then you are going to have this transformation in your life. Pray and say, Father, I want to be transformed. I don't want to live anymore. I want to, to let Jesus to live in me. I need this transformation. Pray and say, Father, I'm here. Transform my, my life. Because when you give yourself, when you offer yourself, then you are going to have a new mind, transform it. Some metamorphosis, transformation are going to happen in your life. And you are not going to be the same anymore. Maybe you are in church for many years or come for many months. But maybe you are not saved. You are here today, but you are not sure about your salvation. Maybe you are here coming to church, but if you die today, you are going to hell. Because you have no relationship with God. You had no transformation in your life. Your thoughts is bad thoughts. Your word is bad words. And you need to be transformed. And you need to repent from your sins. If you do not repent from your sins, I am sorry to say you are going to hell, even going to come to church. Pray. Repent from your sin and say, Father, I am here. I am here. Jesus, use me. Here I am, Jesus. Use me. We are here. I am your hands, your feet, your mouth. I am available. Please pray right now. Offer yourself as a living sacrifice. Say, Lord, use me. My hand is your hand. My feet is your feet. I don't want to be lazy anymore. But I want to offer myself to you. Father, I pray for your church that is your body. First, I pray for salvation in this place. I pray for transformation. You know, Father, some, maybe there is some people here, they are not saved yet. And I pray for salvation. Save their lives and change their hearts. Bring repentance, repentance of sin, repentance of dead works, 
Repentance of all kind of sins, Father, in their lives. In Jesus' name. Also, Father, helps us not just to be saved, but to be one active member of your body. Because if you are not active, we are harmful to the body, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. May everyone in this church can offer himself as a living sacrifice. And for us to finish, raise up both hands, please. And say, Lord, forgive all my sins. Forgive because I, I have been selfish. And I am here to offer my life to you. Forgive all my sins. I repent from all my sins. Write my name in the book of life. And today I give myself to you. As a living sacrifice. I offer my body to you. Use me, Father. Use me, Father. In your body. In Jesus' name. I offer my body as a living sacrifice. I gave up of living. And I want to live for you. For your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. And I thank you for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you, my brother. And please be one active member in the body of Christ. Amen. Give a hug in the person next to you. Yes. Glory to God. He's faithful. Amen. May God bless all of you. And say you have to function in the body of Christ.